Good afternoon to another edition of Penguin Insider. I'm your host, John Vargo. Today we have Malia Magestro, a five foot nine junior guard from Hermitage, Pennsylvania, who averages 13.6 points a game and shoots 79.5% from the foul line. She is an instrumental part of the 7-3 YSU women's basketball team. She scored in double figures in five of YSU's last six games. Welcome to Penguin Insider, Malia. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, just first of all, let's start off with the team a little bit. Uh, your team was struggling a little bit that first month. Um, how did you go to from that to this year, this month to being one of the more formidable teams in the Horizon League? I think um, at the beginning, you know, we had some some new components of our team and. I think it just took a little while for us to all mesh together and and learn to play with each other. Um, we knew what we were capable of and and you know how good we could be. Um, but you know we kind of saw in practices that we were struggling a little bit, and we all knew that it would come eventually. And you know once it clicked, obviously it was pretty uh, pretty evident. Again, I'm probably going to get off topic. I'm just seeing the earring right inside the ear. How much how much did that hurt? It's like I mean seriously. <laughs> it actually hurt really bad. I got yeah. it because I used to get like migraines and they uh-huh. said that earring actually like helps with migraines. Really? And, yeah, I mean I've, I haven't gotten one since. I don't know if it's, you know, cuz of that holy, but yeah, it did hurt really bad. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to have to tell my wife that. Yeah. So, you know, it's like cuz she gets bad migraines yeah, to say, I got "Hey, so bad last year." I don't know if her tolerance of pain pain's going to be that much, yeah. so it's like but Yeah. I mean it wasn't terrible but I have never heard that. That is yeah. the most interesting yeah. thing. So yeah. I think like, Maddie has it too. I don't know if she got, she has got migraines, but I know she has I it as well. That's why me and Maddie okay. always have to at the beginning of the games get like tape on our ear. I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone notices that, but because like you can't really you can take it out, but it's really hard to get back in. So yeah. we always just put tape over it in the game so the refs don't see it. Yeah, my daughter is going to turn sixteen tomorrow, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's just like she wants like a nose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. And my wife and I are both looking at her. It's like, oh my gosh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, yeah. it's like, but I want that for no, mm-hmm. no, no. I like that's no. the age, you know, when, yeah. when girls, you know, want to start, you know, getting your ears pierced and you know things like that. So. Yeah, but my gosh, that is, it's kind of mind blowing yeah. for me right now. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> to help with migraines. Yeah. So it's like. So, Alexa, if you're listening to this, that's not going to work. So it's like, so, um, but, yeah, no, awesome. So, but, uh, hey, I did want to ask you, though, just getting back to basketball-wise, um, when did you feel your game was starting? Because you had a – you rolled off, you know, a couple 20-point games there, so. Um, I think after the, you know, that kind of stretch where we were losing some games, those away games, we were kind of all struggling as a team. and. I definitely was struggling as well. Um, you know, I think I just kind of told myself, you know, this is – I knew that I had expectations for myself for this uh, this season, and, you know, I wasn't really doing that. So, you know, I, I you know, sat down and just kind of reevaluated what I was doing. And, I, you know, when I came out, I had, like you said, those couple 20-point games. So I think I would really just – told myself what I was capable of, got in the gym a little extra, things like that. So I, I knew for like we were all struggling as a team. Um, you know, in the, those first couple of games we were shooting percentages that, you know, we, that's not really how we how we shoot. We've always mm-hmm. been known to be really good shooters. So I think, you know, as a team and as a, an individual, you know, it just took time to kind of click for everyone. Is there something 
a team does when you're, you know, struggling like that? Is it just more repetition? Is it just something you just have to clear your head when you get in a slump like that? Yeah, so. I feel like a, a lot of it is mental. Like, because, you know, we are working hard. We're trying not to, you know, make mistakes and miss shots and things like that. So definitely, you know, repetition, getting in the gym more to, you know, be able to hit those shots. But I think a little bit we were struggling defensively. And, you know, those are – we practice defense so much. You know, I'd say, like, 75% of our practices consist of just working on defense. So I think, you know, when we aren't really executing defensively, we just have to really, like, focus up. I feel like a lot of times I think it's just hard to, like, lose that focus because you really have to be so focused, you know, when you're playing defense on these good teams. I see you're going to your ear. You're probably being <laughs> cognizant after I pointed that out to you. So, yeah, my bad, Malia. So, so, but you were talking about defense, you know. It's like, is it something that, you know, you, you have the um, – the defense that maybe creates your offense sometimes to get you out of those doldrums. So yeah, I definitely think that defense definitely turns into offense. Um, that's kind of you know like Coach Barnes really I feel like always has us doing defensive thing drills and working on our defense all the time. And you know if you can't defend and you have nights that you're shooting not as as great as you would like, you know you're not going to win. But if you can defend and maybe your shots aren't falling, you still are putting yourself in a great position to win. Your uh, your practices are very meticulous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's always a precision. There's always an, a, a thing to that. You know, is it how long did it take you to you know adjust to you know from what maybe your dad was coaching to what Coach Barnes was? Yeah, he definitely, like you said, metic- very meticulous, and I think that's that's a good thing. You know, he's a great coach, but uh, I think. I'm still to this, you know, to this day, this is my third year. I'm still, you know, there's things that I, you know, get in trouble for, for not doing and, and things like that, that I get caught out for. So I think I'm still learning, you know, even to this day, there's little things I can always improve upon. And, you know, with him being so meticulous, like you, he almost wants you to play perfect and, you know, not that we we will, but he wants Mm -hmm. to play as close to as perfect as possible. And, you know, he expects a lot out of us. So I think, you know, I'm still each and every day just trying to, make less and less mistakes altogether. Is that something that maybe, you know, you might look back like five years from now and say, you know, boy, you know, and I don't know if it'll resonate now, but it's like, you know, maybe that's going to help me, you know, either in a job or some other place, you know, with the way Coach Barnes is coaching. So. Yeah, definitely. I think he, he definitely uh, expects and, you know, wants us all to achieve excellence and, um you know, obviously I played for my dad, and he is the same. But, you know, Coach Barnes, I feel mm-hmm. like, is it's, college and high school are really different. So, you know, in, in high school you didn't have to be as good at defense, you know, if you had, you know, really good offensive players. But mm-hmm. in college, you know, if you can't play defense, you're not going to win. So I think it is really good that he is so meticulous about things like that because, you know, it helps us overall just be a better team. And like you said, yeah. down the line, that's going to help me, you know, be focused all the time in whatever I'm doing. Does playing for your dad, was that – something you had to get adjusted to or was it something you've always had him there you know during your youth league and things like that yeah he's been my coach since I can remember first or second grade so I really never had to get used to it because Mm -hmm. I just he's always been my coach so that just kind of became the normal for me but um, I'm really grateful that he was my coach you know I was able to I feel like just take my game to a different level because I was able to always have someone that knew so much about the game around me at all times. So I think he was definitely a you know really big uh, part of my career and how how I got here. 
And my gosh, because I remember when I was a sports writer at the Tribune, it's like your dad always would call over, you know, post his little yeah. ads for, you know, it's like, is I think Maplewood, we had a couple girls up by, up by there who worked with him that had to have been about, my gosh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So your dad, your dad's always had his, you know, hand in the game. Yeah. So does he tell you stories of maybe when he played and, you know, it's like, and how he... Yeah, so he played actually for Coach Huggins at mm-hmm. Walsh. So I mm-hmm. feel like he always likes to tell people that, you know, because <laughs> Coach Huggins is pretty f- little famous. So, you know, yeah. he always likes to say that. But uh, he would always tell me a story of how his coach would always say that... I forget exactly how he said it, but his coach would say, give me five Justin Magestros and I'll play anyone. So mm-hmm. I think my dad was always just one of those people that, you know, worked super, super hard. You know, his his work uh, ethic is just above anyone's, like in any aspect of what he's doing, whatever he's doing, whether it be uh, a board game or playing as a family or, you know, coaching a game, getting ready for a game, he's going to put his everything into it. So I think, you know, that's really – well, he kind of tried to instill in, in me and my siblings. Speaking of your siblings, so you have your brother Drew, who's in his last year at uh, Pitt Johnstown. Uh, your sister and your brother are both a Kennedy Catholic, also. My uh, one brother, he graduated. He graduated. Last year, okay, yeah. so Geo graduated. Yes, so, yep. so where is he right now? So he um, is actually just home. He's not sure really what he's doing yet. He mm-hmm. might just start working. He he's not really a, a school person, and that's, that's fine. Okay. You know, yeah, but. He has um, some little side businesses and things like that. He um, started making uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts and, like, apparel. And um, if you see, like, my dad at the game or my my mom or just some of my fans, they have my brother made them, like, a YSU sweatshirt with, like, my number on the back. So that's Uh really cool. He's making everyone all those. So that's his little business for right now. But he's definitely a little entrepreneur. So we'll see what he does. But that's okay. You know, sometimes it's self-taught. And, you know, not everybody goes, you know, one path. So it's like... But all of you played basketball. Mm -hmm. So did you have a chance where you said, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, it's like I want to maybe play soccer. (laughs) I want to play volleyball. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, actually, funny story. So I was in dance and cheer like Mm -hmm. when I was younger and I loved cheerleading. I did competitive cheer. So it was very, you know, time consuming. And I had competitions, you know, all around the state and out of the state. So. Um, that was really demanding and I was playing basketball on top of that and in seventh grade I remember my dad said you got to choose either basketball or cheer and obviously he wanted me to do basketball but he did give me the option but you know ultimately I chose basketball but you know I also played volleyball in high school so I did play some other sports and I did really enjoy them but Mm -hmm. you know just coming from a basketball family and being surrounded by it you know it was kind of inevitable for me to not play. Um, Now I read a little bit you know um, your mom Vicky. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how she plays into this whole part, you know, and it's like, it seems like, you know, she makes this whole thing run, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, she is literally the best human being ever. She um, is literally like my dad's biggest supporter and helper. She has helped my dad run his AAU basketball program. She's kind of like the, you know, she she doesn't get any of the credit, but she's doing all the behind the scenes work. So she does all that and, you know, she's, Doing, she does the stats. She does the book and my dad's games. Uh, um, people would always say it's funny. They'd come to our house after my high school games, and my mom would be, you know, we'd rewatch the film, and my mom would be doing all the stats, and my whole family would be sitting there doing the film. So I think that's really cool. And she's just such a big supporter. You know, if you come to my games, you'll hear her cheering and, you know, yelling at me from the stand. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just funny because she, you know, 
was pretty quiet, you know, like if you just talked to her, but she, you know, is such a big influence on me and my, my siblings, and she's, you know, always there for my family and definitely has helped my dad so much in, in basketball and just in life in general. I think I took my daughter to a game last year, and I think uh, somebody was holding up a sign, uh, Malia is my babysitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah so it's like yeah. it. So it, it was really – It I think it's really cool that, you know – you're not that far away. You're mm-hmm. like 20 minutes away yeah. from from here on campus, and that means you can have a lot of friends and family, you know, here at your game. Mm-hmm. Does that does that help you, you know, knowing you have that support nearby? Yeah, for sure. I love being so close to home. Um, I think I'm so lucky that I can, you know, just go home whenever I want. It's, you know, that was a big part of, you know, I definitely wanted to stay close to home when I was choosing a college, and you know, YSU was perfect because it fit everything that I wanted. So. Um, it's great having all these, you know, fans being able to come and support me. You know, last game I had probably over like 25, 20, 25 people to come and watch that, you know, we were either from high school or I had some other uh, little kids that I babysat before that they were there last game. So I just think it's really cool being able to have all of my, you know, supporters from high school and just from back home being able to come out to our games here. And uh, excuse me while I give a plug here, but uh, if you have a group of 15 or more that wanted to come to either YSU women's basketball game or men's basketball game, call me, John Vargo, at 330-941-2392 or email me at jwvargo at ysu.edu and I can get your group in for $5 a piece. So... Yeah, shameless little plug there, yeah. but you know it's it's okay. So, yeah. but uh, um, on a normal off season day, how many shots do you take up? Because I know you have uh, the machine at home. Mm-hmm. You know, you and Bella, you know, are are taking up shots during the off season. Yep. But I mean, how many shots do you guys? So um, in high school, uh, my kind of routine that I would do, especially in the summer when I had more time, was I try to get up 500 shots on the gun every day. Um, you know, during the season, during the school year, it's a little harder to get that much up during the, uh, you know, off day or whatever. But um, so that's what I would do in high school. And then in college, I feel more uh, I do like workouts instead of just, you know, strictly shooting because, you know, that's not as game like. So, you know, I will do some shots and everything, but I like to always come early to practice, get some shots up. Like to stay after sometimes you know me and my teammates will rebound for each other um you know we'll say all right we're going to make five at every spot and then two in a row at every spot and just kind of get up a little shooting workout in so that's kind of what i do on my own and then when we don't have practice uh you know we'll do do workouts with our individual coaches i have coach nick so you know he's always putting me through a tough workout so nice nice um you have um the family, it, all six of you are going to be together for Christmas. So mm-hmm. is that an, a rarity more than it is, you know, norm for your family? Yeah, you know, I think it's awesome that I get to be able to spend Christmas and everything with my entire family. I know even for Thanksgiving, some of my teammates that live further away, they weren't mm-hmm. able to go and see their family, which, you know, I don't know if I'd be able to do that because I'm such mm-hmm. a homebody and, you know, I love being around my family. And um, so I think I'm really lucky that I am able to just be so close and, and do that. And, you know, I think last year or maybe two years ago, my brother actually had a basketball tournament in Puerto Rico during Christmas. So we weren't able to be together like the whole day but and everything. But I think this year, you know, everyone will be home. My brother comes home tomorrow. So he'll be able to come to my game on Wednesday. And it'll be nice to just get, you know, the whole family back together. Because with my brother being, you know, two and a half hours away, he's not really able to come home a lot. So Right. Um, with... Your family, is it just all basketball? Uh, do you, 
Do you ever talk about anything else besides <laughs> basketball? Um, my dad definitely talks about basketball out of the out of everyone the most. I'd say <laughs> that's because that's just him. He, I've never met someone that likes basketball more than that guy. Um, truthfully, like he's he's crazy about basketball. But um, you know, um, other than that, I we definitely do talk about other things. You know, my mom she kind of likes to have that balance. She t- sometimes is like, all right. We've talked about basketball a lot. Let's, you know, do something else. So she kind of is a really good, you know, healthy balance for us to – because, you know, it it is hard to just be, you know, full of basketball all the time. It is nice to give yourself a little break. So I think it's nice, you know, my mom is able to do that for us. And we also um, like to play other games. Like we'll play volleyball as a family. That's kind of like our thing we do. Um, Cornhole, things like that. So it's not just all basketball. We do – we're just so competitive. So no matter what we're doing, it's going to be some type of sport. Not particularly basketball, but just any sport. We're just playing a game and being competitive. So family vacation to maybe the Hoosier gym. and you know. <laughs> <laughs> We actually go on vacation every year to Aruba. So that's like our wow. one time to just not even touch a basketball. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's what my dad always says. He's like, we go, you know, we work so hard for 50 weeks and then for two weeks where you are just relaxing the whole time. So that's like my true break of basketball uh-huh. is just those two weeks in the summer. Ruba, so yeah. nice, yeah. nice. So, I mean, how is how is it down there? I oh, mean, it's, it's so nice. Yeah, my parents uh, went there for their honeymoon, or I, I think it was their honeymoon, but they went there mm-hmm. and they fell in love with it, so they bought a timeshare, and then ever since then we've been going every year. So that's kind of like our, oh. our tradition. But, um, you know, with COVID and everything, we didn't get to go for a year. Mm-hmm. And then we got a dog last year, so we couldn't go. Oh. Or, we went this past year, but the year before that, we couldn't go because we got a dog, so I couldn't leave him. But we went this past year, so that was really nice to be able to go back. Okay. What's uh, what's the dog's name? What kind of dog do you have? Oh, so. it's a Boston Terrier, and his name's Kobe. Kobe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, It nice. was going to be something basketball-related no matter what. Nice. So, But, you know, with Kobe, it, right when we got him, it was kind of right after Kobe Bryant passed away, so mm-hmm. we thought that was cool to, to name him that. So does Kobe do any basketball tricks? <laughs> He actually is a great defender. When we're, like, working out outside, he's, like, a crazy energetic dog. I don't Uh know if you know anything about Boston Terriers, but Mm -hmm. they have just, like, crazy level of energy. So if you're just dribbling a basketball or doing anything with, like, a volleyball or anything, he's barking, chasing you, trying to get it. So Uh he's a good little defender. Wow. Yeah. I hope Coach Barnes is listening. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) is is he going to bring Kobe in uh, maybe for some practices during the summer? Yeah, yeah. it's it's technically my brother Drew's dog, but he can't have it at school, so he stays, uh, you know, at my house. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. My mom's formed a a little attachment with him, so I don't know if he'll be able to take him once he, you know, moves out on his own. So we'll see. You might have to get another one. (laughs) That's the one thing with dogs, you know, because we have a little Shih Tzu Poodle mix. Mm -hmm. So uh, her name's Lily, you know, so it's like so. But it, it... when you want to go away, you got to have either somebody who's going to come over the house, take right. care of them. You know, it's, I mean, you love them when you're, you're in there, you know, yeah. it's like you, they come in the door, you know, they're usually the first one to so wag excited. your tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but with your, your, you know, your family's busy schedule, you know, how do you make it work with the dogs? So. Yeah, honestly, we have never had a pet or anything until COVID. That's mm-hmm. when we, we got the uh, Kobe. So before then, we'd always, all my siblings and I wanted a dog so bad. You know, uh-huh. obviously every every young kid wants a dog. So we would always ask for a dog. And my dad was like, no, we're too busy, you know, with basketball. We're, we're never home. So, you know, I, I never thought I'd get a dog. But then when COVID happened and we were just, you know, everyone was home for that whole year, mm-hmm. we finally somehow convinced my dad to let us get a dog. And 
you know, it's it's been good. I feel like with COVID, things are still, you know, not the exact same as they were before. So it is a little bit easier for us to have the dog. And my mom stays mm-hmm. home um, all the time, so she's able to take care of him and stuff. But, okay. but yeah, if it wasn't for COVID, we definitely would not have a dog. <laughs> yeah. So your mom's the one is going to be the yay or nay on the yes. dog. So. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, but you are a strong Catholic family as mm-hmm. well. Yep. So, um Christmas Eve, you know, uh, church service and, yep. and everything like that. Yep, so. we always go to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. So okay. that's kind of, you know, something I look forward to, you know, be able to go as a family. And like you said, you know, we are a strong Catholic family. And I think it's it's really great to, you know, be brought up that way. And, um, you know, I'm really blessed. So being at a Catholic high school, because I have both of my children who, mm-hmm. uh, one graduated from Mooney, one's okay. going to Mooney right now. So, but... Being in that setting, how how is it different from when you've talked to some of your teammates who went through the public school system? Yeah, and I actually started out in a public school system mm-hmm. um, up until eighth grade. So, you know, I was able to, to see both. But um, it is just, it's totally different. Um, it was great because, you know, if you do go to a public school and you are Catholic or, you know, whatever religion you are, you might have like Sunday school or, you know, something like that where mm-hmm. it's just you're spending maybe one hour learning, you know, about about the faith so I think it was it was great to be able to go to a Catholic school because I'm having you know a, a spiritual class religious class every single day you know we have mass once a week so I think it was great because I really did learn so much more than I did just going to public school and you know only having an hour every Sunday at mass and you know maybe Sunday school so I was you know definitely able to just learn more about um, you know Catholicism and things like that so really grateful that I was able to go to a Catholic school. My daughter is actually making up for, uh, I, oh, I forget which class it is, but Dr. Matusi, be kind to her, you know, so <laughs> on the makeup class. So, um, but I just wanted to, speaking of school, you have a 4.0, you have a, you're pursuing a degree in business administration. Is that marketing. St- marketing. I, I'm going to switch. I got it all set up to switch. So next year it should show up that I'm, or next semester it should show up that I'm in marketing. But, hey, so. Yeah. Being a college athlete, full-time student, how is it difficult to juggle both? Because being a student athlete is almost like holding a full-time job. Yeah, it's definitely really stressful. I didn't realize it until I did get to college because in high school, I feel like that's compared to college. It's I feel like it's super easy compared to high school or compared to college. But I um, mean, just time management and and like you said, basketball or playing a sport in college really is like having a job. So um, it really is stressful because I'm so. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but I'm just so particular about my grades. I've never gotten to be on a report card, so I, I'm trying so hard to never get to be my whole, you know, college and high school career. So, doing good so far. I haven't gotten one, but you know, it's really stressful because you know I'm trying to do as much as I can on the basketball court, and then I'm trying to you know get all my studies in. So it is, it is hard to manage sometimes. Was that one of the things that gravitated you towards YSU with Coach Barnes? Mm-hmm. He's always had great academic teams. So. Yes, definitely. You know, we were. My freshman year, second in the country with grades, so um, I knew coming in that he definitely prioritized grades, and that's how I've always been as a student athlete. Is that something he says during you know practices and things like that to emphasize you know your studies and make sure you're on that constantly? Yeah, definitely. You know, he always says school comes first. So if you have you know some obligation or something to do, you know, do that first and then worry about basketball. Okay. But 
As far as Thanksgiving goes, um, I know some of your teammates, they, they spend time together. You're at somebody's house, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. How, how is that cohesiveness with this group? Because I'm seeing throughout the season, you guys have been an intertwined unit. So. Yeah, you know, after my, my freshman year, we kind of had a whole, you know, program reset. I, I, you know, we got, I think, 10 new girls. So when all those new girls came, you know, Coach Barnes did a great job of recruiting, like, really good people, you know, not just on the court, but off the court, just as, as human beings. So, you know, he did a great job just recruiting the best people that have, you know, great families and are here for the right reasons. So, um, you know, it's not hard to want to be friends with the girls that I play with. You know, they're awesome and definitely my best friends for life. So I think it's just really cool to be able to play with them. And, you know, I'm with them constantly. I live with them, you know, practicing with them all the time. And we still want to hang out outside of that. So that's really cool. So yeah, and that definitely helps with, you know, like you said, on the basketball court, being cohesive and being able to play together. But do you have, you know, because I've seen, like, either go down to Maddie's house, mm-hmm. you know, spend there. Have they have they been over to your house? Yeah, then? we always uh, have a swimming party at my house mm-hmm. every summer. So that was really fun. We had another one this year. Oh, that's – now, I, you're a personal trainer in the off season mm-hmm. then? So tell me a little bit about that. So. Yeah, so we actually have a, a little basketball court in our backyard mm-hmm. where I – my dad would, you know, give me and my siblings basketball lessons and, you know, have a shoot on the gun. So about two years ago, I want to say, um, my brother started doing private lessons. You know, my dad kind of posted on his Facebook or his social media that, you know, his son Drew was going to give out lessons um, if anyone was interested. So my brother started giving them out to kind of just younger kids that were around our area and um, they loved it. So I was like, okay, I want to do this too. So I started doing it and some of the kids that I babysit, you know, they of course wanted to get some lessons and then Mm -hmm. um, some other kids that played AAU for my dad and just some local schools reached out to me and, you know, wanted me to help, you know, improve their kids' uh, basketball skills and just knowledge of the game. So I think it's really cool being able to help these young kids around the local area to get better. How's you see these local kids, you see the younger kids, especially when they light up and say, oh my gosh, we got a college basketball mm-hmm. player helping us. So, Yeah, you know, when I was younger, I would always look up to college athletes. And, you know, um, like I said, my dad has always been a basketball person, so he's coached many people. And, you know, some of his players, I looked up to them. So, you know, I know what it's like to be in the shoes of a younger person looking up to a college player. So I think it's awesome that, you know, younger kids are able to do that to me. Now, you also have couple NIL opportunities Mm -hmm. tell me which uh, ones you have so far so um so last year I had one with um the milk association which I thought was really cool Mm. um one I have right now it's it's not just like for athletes it's for all college students I don't know if it's considered NIL but it's with Samsung which is kind of a big one so that's really cool um I just got one recently that I'm working on it's um for a brand called Hallie Hair so I'm going to make a video about that soon um, last year I had one with uh, a t- it's called Celestial Tea and me and a couple of my teammates did that as a group so that was cool um, got a couple other ones but those are the main ones I can think of but it's really really awesome being able to do that put my name out there and Youngstown State University has partnered with Open Doors mm-hmm. to support the program's mission to prepare an, all student athletes for success in the new era of college sports with the market 
state's leading NIL partner in Open Doors. Ohio State, Oregon, Texas, Florida, Nebraska, LSU, and Clemson are just some of the other schools that have partnered with Open Doors. The partnership will put YSU at a cutting edge of NIL and empower YSU student athletes, like Malia here, to understand build and protect their brands with the NIL industry leader in education, marketing, and compliance technology. Those wanting to get involved with NIL can do so by logging on to YSUSports.com and go under Inside Athletics to find NIL. Just uh, for our compliance department, so just to put that out there for them. um, As far as social media goes, um, yourself, Pat, Maddie, and Paige are very active on on social media Uh, how did that all come about and how do you try to market yourselves through that I think I've kind of always been a big social media person you know I've Mm -hmm. had Instagram probably since I was in sixth or seventh grade so Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had the same account for a really long time so in high school you know I just had you know people from my high school around the areas that were following me and then when I got to college um me and a former teammate, NECA, we made a bunch of TikToks together, and I, my TikTok page kind of got a, a decent amount of followers, so a lot of my Instagram followers kind of came from TikTok, so I think that was really cool, being able to you know get that brand awareness on one social media platform and have, have it translate to another. So, um, And then same with Maddie and Paige. I know Paige pretty active on TikTok, and um, you know, we all are pretty, pretty strong on social media. We post all the time. I think that's a big thing is you have to post a lot if you want people to keep following you. So that's the biggest thing. And, you know, other social media platforms can help you, you know, like, like I said, I got on a lot of followers on TikTok and that helps me on Instagram. So for other female athletes, aspiring female athletes, what advice do you have for them to promote themselves? Um, definitely the biggest thing is be you because, you know, nobody wants to promote or do something that's not, you know, out of their character. So I think no matter what, you know, maybe you have an NIL deal or a deal that you don't only think that suits you is definitely just do be you, be yourself, and, you know, um, just always put yourself out there. There's so many opportunities now with, you know, technology and social media being such a big part um, of today's age and generation. So there's so many opportunities if you just try and, you know, reach out to people. You know, if you just sit there and not reach out to anyone you might probably won't get any deals but with open doors like you said you can literally get on the app and apply for as many NIL deals as possible and you may get one you may get 10 but you know if you just have that initiative to go on and try to apply for them you know you're going to have success is there any precautions you need to take you know when you're putting yourself out there on social media because there is obviously the dark side of social mm-hmm. media with stalkers and things mm-hmm. of that nature yeah, there's definitely some caution you got to take. I think uh, I haven't really seen anything like that mm-hmm. yet, but I, I do, you know, always keep it on the back of my head that, you know, there are some scary things that can happen on social media. So I think just always, you know, knowing what you're posting, you know, being aware of, you know, not to have your location on some things, you know, stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, luckily I haven't, me and my teammates haven't seen anything like that. But, you know, I have heard of stories and it is scary, but, um, you know, that's just the risks of, you know, so much technology these days, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just something that, you know, you, you want people to be aware of right. as well. So yeah. uh, when are you on track to graduate? So um, regular, just, you know, four years, uh, spring of 24. But I could graduate in the fall of uh, 23, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have to look into that, you know, just – 
see what's the best, the smartest, you know, option is for me because, you know, I'll be here anyway. So, um, but it is, there is a chance for me to graduate early if I want to. Um, but I just got to kind of see, you know, how it all lines up and what I think is best for me. So. Do you want to play overseas? Um, I haven't really thought about it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if I was given the opportunity, I definitely would try it out, but you know, um, haven't really give it too much gave it too much thought, but you know if if I was presented the opportunity, I, I think I definitely would. After your playing career is done, I know you still got a couple more years mm -hmm. here, but when what do you hope to do? So um, definitely want to pursue something you know in marketing or you know like I said, I'm a big social media person. I like you know business things and just uh, posting and things like that. So I think definitely try and, you know, land a job at like some big company and, you know, be one of their marketers or advertisers, um, just promoting products and things like that. And um, I always thought about maybe coaching as well, you know, with my dad always being a coach. I thought that's something that could be really cool. So, um, you know, if somehow I, I end up on a coaching track, you know, I would not be opposed to that as well, but we'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. I kind of had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> Uh, how much influence did, I mean, your dad, you know, seeing him coach for all these years, it has that in the back of your mind. So. Yeah, you know, everyone that knows my dad loves him, and I think basketball has given him so many opportunities, um, has led him to meet so many cool people. So I think, you know, just being growing up and watching him, you know, create all these relationships and, um, you know, forming all these um, great relationships with people and just making all these great memories, I think that really – um, you know, kind of inspires me to possibly want to coach one day. Now you, uh, Wednesday, you host Mount Vernon Nazarene, uh, 11 a.m. school day game. Um, what does this team want to achieve? I mean, obviously the win, you know, that's, that's without saying to get your eighth win, but what kind of things, you know, inside the game do you want to try to achieve before you hit Christmas break? Yeah, so we um, – on our scout, actually, for this team, you know, we have all of our goals that we want to achieve for this, you know, the specific game. And a couple of the things were, uh, you know, have a great game before Christmas break, have a great game right before conference play. Those were kind of the two biggest things because we are, you know, after this game, it's it's full conference. So, you know, we really want to make a statement and just do all the little things that we've been practicing the summer, the preseason, up until now. Just keep executing those things on defense and on offense and. Just keep playing off how we've been um, to progress us forward into conference play because we have a, a big game, you know, when we come back. Yeah, and that is a huge, huge game mm -hmm. because the top two teams in the Horizon League yes. with Cleveland State. And um, let me just ask you about this. Cleveland State is a very aggressive team, and not to put bulletin board material out mm -hmm. there, but how, how does playing a team like a Cleveland State – not only prepare you just you know to play them but i mean to play the you know if you can get past them mm -hmm. you know get you ready for the rest of the season yeah you know we had a tough schedule opening up so i think that also will really prepare us for you know, cleveland state and games going forward um you know playing penn state uh akron western michigan those are all really good teams wofford so i think you know playing in those bigger games will prepare us for conference play, for, you know, post-conference, things like that. So, you know, just being able to step up in those games and just do everything that we've been practicing. I think we are a really fundamental team. You know, we may not be the most athletic, but I feel like, you know, a smart fundamental team can 
possibly be just an mm -hmm. athletic team any day of the week. So I think we just have to keep being fundamental, focusing on all those little things we keep doing. Just want to leave it with this. Uh, tell me why people need to come out to the games to watch this team. It's been very successful mm -hmm. and a team that could possibly win another Horizon League championship. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, our Penguin fans are the best. Um, you come to a game, usually going to be a packed crowd, which it, the atmosphere is just amazing. Our fans are, are great. They're wonderful. So, um, you know, that's always is so fun to play f in front of. And as a team, you know, we are really fun to watch. Uh, we get up and down the court. We shoot so many threes. I feel like that's fun to watch. We get into uh, our posts, into Lily. Um, we have that, you know, really good inside-out game. Um, and I feel like we are tough, we're gritty, we get on the floor. I feel like we just do all those, you know, fundamental things that people like to watch. So, um, you know, we have had success in the past and, you know, we're going to keep playing hard all the time and, you know, putting on a show for our Penguin fans. Um, um, no, I said it was the last one, but I still have a couple more <laughs> in my okay. head. So, but. Uh, uh, your team seems like it's on the break a little bit more this year. Mm -hmm. It's more of a up tempo mm -hmm. than it was in you know maybe last year. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can address that a little bit. So. Yeah. So last year we were preseason pick seventh. Um, you know we had a little chip on our shoulder. Uh, you know we really were just so hungry to prove everyone wrong, and we did. You know we won regular season. We shared the regular season title. So this year, you know. We were picked season favorites, so preseason favorites. So we really, you know, have that expectation to, um, you know, succeed and play at a high level. Whereas last year, you know, we were, you know, kind of looked over upon. So um, we really this year just knew we had to raise our level um, and work even harder than we had to last year because everyone, when they play us, they know that, you know, we were the preseason favorites and, you know, they want to beat us every time they play us. So we knew we had to come in every day you know, at an even higher level than we did last year. What was it like um, that day in uh, Chicago and winning that share of that Horizon League championship at mm -hmm. UIC? It was so fun. I feel like a lot of us didn't even realize, myself including, like, you know, we won the game and I was like, okay, just another game. You know, we didn't really r mm -hmm. realize that winning in that game, you know, gave us a share of, of the regular season title. So um, finding that out was so fun. I'll never forget Coach Barnes was like, aren't you guys excited? And we were like, about what? And he told us, and we were like, oh, like, oh, my gosh. Like, we didn't even realize. So then when we got into the locker room, you know, we got our water bottles ready, and we sprayed them with all the water and mm -hmm. everything. So, you know, times like that, um, never forget, you know, those are just core memories. So, you know, that was awesome to be a part of. Is he – do we see Coach Barnes sometimes, you know, not behind the scenes? Is, is, does he get really mm -hmm. emotional? Because I know he's very reserved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he gets upset – and I know we. I've seen this from years. He goes he goes down to the water water cooler yep. and drinks, you know, <laughs> yep. and heads back. Yep. But I mean, is there sometimes you know that you see him, you know, let out that emotion mm -hmm. sometimes? So. Yeah, very few times. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I mean, not a few times, but you know, yeah. I I don't think I've maybe once or twice I've seen him, you know, shed a little tear when we did really good or something like that. But um, you know, just randomly he'll be say how proud of us see that he is and and things like that and how we're doing so good so there are some you know sometimes we'll all see him kind of step out of his reserved you know self and um just get a little emotional but not all the time you know it's 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 rare i'd say mm -hmm. so leaving it at that um again wednesday 11 o'clock mountain Vernon nazarene mm -hmm. 
And then coming back on December 29th, the doubleheader against Cleveland State uh, back in the Horizon League play. So how excited are your team? is your team to get into Horizon League play at this point? I mean, obviously you, had, you went 2-0 down mm-hmm. there, but, I mean, to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. We had two great road wins um, against NKU and Wright State. And as everyone knows, it's really hard to win on the road, especially against two really good teams. So um, we're super excited to get back into conference. Um, you know, conference play is so fun. And, you know, that's where it really starts to get serious. So I think we're really excited, um, you know, especially to be at home in front of our fans, things like that. So, you know, just really excited to get it started. Malia, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you very much for being on Penguin Insider. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.